Hello, my dear friends. It has been a minute, huh? <laughs> I know I fell off there for a hot second. I've been finding my footing in this new place that I now called home, which is San Diego, California. It's beautiful here. I actually am very familiar from when I lived in LA and visited friends here a lot, but this is my first time being fully immersed as a resident. So what have I been doing? Got myself a full-time job, found a place to live, you know, doing all that stuff that us humans do. But in the back of my mind, I've been very, very self-critical about not getting back to the podcast in the last few months. And I journal almost every morning. I think I told you guys this before, but I journal pretty much every day. And one of the things that I write down are three things that I will do today that will move me closer to my goals. And I would say probably three or four times a week, like basically every other day, I write down that I'm going to record my next podcast episode. <laughs> and then the next morning comes and I look at what I wrote the day before. And I feel that pang of guilt for not having done it yet. But evidently, that is not enough motivation to get me to do it for a while now. <laughs> but also, as we all know from the episode about being our own harshest critic, we cannot shame ourselves into change. We can only love ourselves into evolution. Am I right? Thank you. But on top of those ongoing ruminations in my own head. I've also just been getting a lot of nudges from the universe to get back to the podcast. New people in my life telling me that they've been listening to it and really enjoying it, whether that's friends or work associates, other people. I'll also check the site where I publish the podcast across all the different streaming platforms. And I don't check it often because in my mind, I was like, I haven't put out anything new in such a long time. Like the numbers are not going to move. They're not going to budge. Like I have zero expectation of growing the podcast if I'm not creating new content. But once in a while, I'll check just out of sheer morbid curiosity and the numbers keep going up. Like I still see downloads and I'm kind of amazed just because there's no new content and I don't do a lot of promotion besides like mentioning it to people here and there. This is not me working it into conversations like I have a podcast, but if it's relevant, I'll mention it. And so what that all tells me is that this is useful to some people and something must be resonating and it's a contribution to the collective conversation that I want to keep making. So we back. <laughs> and today what we're getting curious about is a principle of Stoic philosophy. And this principle gave me one of my biggest, like, holy shit, that is it types of moments that I've ever had in my life. And I think this was first attributed to Marcus Aurelius. He said, the impediment to action advances action. Or if you want to say it in more modern day jargon language, you might say the obstacle is the way. And I first became aware of this concept through a book by the author Ryan Holiday, 
who is pretty much a modern day stoic. Like his branding is so strong with stoicism. Like he is the first name that comes to my head whenever I hear stoic or stoicism. So he wrote a book by the same name. The obstacle is the way. I think I have listened to this audiobook at least, at least three or four times at this point. And I also happen to have gotten a rib cage tattoo that says the same thing. The obstacle is the way. And I know I'm doing this on video, but I'm not going to show it to you. But it's there. <laughs> so what exactly does that mean? How should we interpret it? To me, what that means is that none of our paths were ever meant to be clear. Our lives were never meant to be free of hurdles or challenges. The growth trajectory we're on was never meant to be a straight line up and to the right. It was always supposed to have peaks and valleys and progress and then setbacks and then forward motion and then blocks or redirects. Those things that are meant to be part of your path, they show you what you care about. They show you what your priorities are. They show you what feels like it's not meant for you and what feels like it is meant for you. And you should be persistent in pursuing. So the things that appear to block our path are our path. Crazy, right? <laughs> that was me doing like a head implosion thing. If you're listening on audio. The things that appear to block our path are our path. Those things are put there to test us, to show us what we're capable of, to show us what we care about, to keep us aligned with our higher purpose. So let's apply that idea to some more concrete examples. If you know me, you know I love the abstract concepts, but I can't wrap my head around things without concrete examples. I know a lot of you are the same. So think about the last time you didn't get a job you thought that you wanted, or it didn't work out with the person that you were sure you were meant to be with, or I don't know, you lost an eBay bidding war for a pair of shoes. I don't know. <laughs> I know the last one is more trivial, but the point is that Obstacles show up in our lives in both big and small ways, and all the sizes in between. And a more, eh, a more trivial one that happened to me just last week was something at work. So I went into the office one morning, went to connect my laptop to my monitor. And every day before that, I would just plug in that HDMI cord into my laptop and the display would instantly pop up on the monitor, dual screens, easy peasy, normal day. Then for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe Mercury has been a retrograde. I don't know, but it would not work. And I could not let it go. I could not let it go. I couldn't deal with my small 11 inch laptop screen, even for a day. I was like, nope, I'm going to figure this out. I spent hours, guys, hours testing different cords, unplugging everything, shutting it down and restarting it. Did you turn the power off and turn it back on? Yes, I did. <laughs> Fussing with all the display settings. I got a can of compressed air to clean the HDMI port. Like everything, y'all. I even actually grabbed one of my colleagues' laptops to see if it was just 
my laptop having the problem. Like I needed to isolate and like process of elimination this. And then sure enough, hers worked just fine the second I plugged it into my monitor. So I'm like, yep, definitely my laptop's a problem somehow. I spent hours, guys, troubleshooting as I ignored my inbox and I watched people walk by my desk with a like, what the heck is she doing? Look on their face. I think at one point I had like three different monitors, two laptops, and probably 17 different cords like strewn all over my desk. It straight up looked like an electronics graveyard, but I could not let it go until I figured out what the problem was and fixed it. And this might be the point at which you think I'm going to say, and I figured it out. I didn't. I did not figure it out. And I wasted like half the day trying. (laughs) And then the next morning, I finally submitted a freaking IT ticket. And a few hours later, a lovely gentleman named Michael remoted into my laptop and he fixed the problem. And guys, I am not kidding. Less than two freaking minutes. Less than two minutes. Like, (laughs) evidently it was a corrupted file issue, but like, I never would have known to like navigate to the place he went to fix this. And this actually ties back to the asking for the help we need episode. So my ego was definitely running the show the day that I spent all those hours trying to fix it myself. And I fancy myself a pretty technically savvy person. I'm very resourceful in finding answers on Google or YouTube, but none of it was working that day. So my lesson in that situation with that particular obstacle was that in the future, I will set a reasonable time limit on how long (laughs) I will try to fix something before I solicit the help of a professional who is actually trained to fix these types of problems. (laughs) And it won't be five hours. So let's do another example. Why not? We're here. Um, One that's been very relevant to me lately as I kind of went back into the corporate media world uh, is the the implementation of healthy boundaries. Uh, Me trying to make sure that I don't perpetuate negative patterns and habits that I've had in previous jobs at previous companies wanting to like do it differently this time, take better care of myself so I don't end up like resentful and burning out. Like I want to do things different this time. So here's the hard part about boundaries. (laughs) It is not so much setting them as it is upholding them. (laughs) It is very easy to say, I will close my work laptop no later than 6 p.m. every weeknight, but it is much harder to actually do that when that boundary is tested in real life situations. Like, you know, I'll get an urgent client request that comes in midday and it needs to be done today, EOD, COB, pick your corporate acronym. And now it's 7.30 and I'm still glued to my laptop. And now it's 8.30 and now it's nine o'clock at night. And here I am moving around text boxes on a PowerPoint slide. (laughs) Now, to be realistic, it just is not always possible to step away from work when we feel we should. It is not always possible to be aligned with the boundaries we set. It's just not realistic. We cannot have that expectation of ourselves. But 
that is where discernment comes in. This is my word for 2024, y'all. Discernment. What deserves our energy, what does not. And that is when we have to ask ourselves what really, really needs to be done now and what can wait. And we need to make sure that these types of situations stay the exception and do not become the rule. Because if they become the rule, well, therein lies the foundation of burnout, (laughs) which we are all far too familiar with. So when these obstacles inevitably cross or seemingly block our path, it's about first assessing it objectively, being discerning as to whether it's something we should take on. And if we decide it is, that's when we show resilience and persistence in overcoming it. Again, the path was never meant to be clear. Never. But the obstacles that pop up along the way, they're very specific to your journey. You know what I mean? Like we all get different obstacles it's a very individual thing. I am sure that you've heard that quote. The, um, you know, the same lesson will be put in front of you again and again until you learn it. <laughs> it's true. And we can actually learn from every obstacle, even if it's something like being cut off in traffic. Like that jackass is the vessel for a lesson in patience and non reactivity. <laughs> or maybe. Maybe an important person in your life won't communicate with you in the way that you want them to. And maybe the lesson there is about expending too much energy on something that you will never be able to control. Or maybe that person is showing you how high or how low of a priority you are to them and you should believe them and then decide if it's a connection that is ultimately healthy for you and deserving of your time and energy. That might be the lesson. Whatever it is, I am just going to encourage you to always try to find the lesson. See every difficult person as the teacher of that lesson. See that the lesson is here because in one way or another, you need it. The more reactive we are in a situation, the more we know we haven't learned that lesson yet. Because as that lesson really sets in for us, we become less reactive when that situation inevitably presents itself again. So that's what today's lesson is. The obstacle is the way. The impediment to action advances action. The path was never meant to be clear. Thank you so much for listening. And if today's episode was helpful for you at all, would you please do me a favor and just share it with someone who you think would find it helpful too? I really, really appreciate you guys for sticking with me while this life transition took me away for a little while. Next week, I'm going to have an amazing interview for you. I'm not going to like tease out any part of it, but just know it's amazing. And until then, stay curious.